You are listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. Good evening. Oh, good evening. No, it's not evening. Well, it might be for somebody. Good morning. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the CCB GTT presentation call. Today is the last day of March, March the 31st, 2021. And so I just uh, want to give you a few reminders. We've muted everybody for now while Jose presents to us. Um, but afterwards, certainly we'll have time for questions and uh, stay muted if possible, unless you have a question. So hi, everyone. Um, as Kim just told you, my name's Jose, and I work for a company called Florida Vision Technology based out of the United States, where we represent many different manufacturers. Um, I always tell people uh, we're like uh, the best buy of the assistive technology world, because if you come to our offices or if you give us a call or visit our website, we have products that are from everything from bump dots to braille displays, talking products, optical magnifiers, video magnifiers, things for your kitchens, uh, playing cards, all sorts of things. Um, so um, uh, I, I'm, I do mostly the blindness products. So anything that has braille or speech. And today I'm gonna be specifically talking about a product that's new on the market called the Envision Glasses. Now, some of you might be familiar with Envision AI. Uh, Envision AI is a smart application for your iPhone, your Android phone, your tablet. And this application allows you to do things like read text. Um, it allows you to identify objects, describe things in your surroundings. It's an app designed for people who are visually impaired, whether they're low vision, totally blind, or print disabled. So it's a really cool app. If you haven't downloaded it before or used it, I highly suggest trying it out. Well, Envision decided to take the concept of the application and put it on a pair of smart glasses. And specifically the hardware is a Google, uh, a Google Glass and they've taken their software, combined it with a Google Glass and now they have a thing called Envision Glasses. So I'm actually holding up the device um, for you all to see. Uh, if you were to purchase this device, you would get the Google Glass, a titanium band and an unlimited subscription, lifetime subscription to the Envision AI application. So what does the glasses look like? Well, with the titanium band, I'm gonna to try to describe it to, my, to the best of my abilities. Um, with a titanium band, imagine if you're holding a regular pair of glasses in your hands, right? And you remove the frame, so you have no lenses in front of your eyes, you have no frames in front of your eyes. All you have is the left arm of your glasses, the part that goes across your eyebrows, and then the right side of your glasses, and, and the nose pads. Well, the titanium band starts from behind your left ear, goes across the left side of your head, wraps around the front side of your face by your eyebrows, and then it ends at your right temple. And that's where we connect the Google Glass uh, to our titanium band. And the Google Glass makes up the right arm of our glasses, okay? Um, it does have a nose pad, so you would wear it like a regular pair of glasses. Um, when you're wearing this device, the camera to the Google Glass is located by your right eyebrow. I would say it's like uh, the center of your eyebrow and the left side of your right eyebrow, all right? It's a very small camera. Um, when you're wearing the glasses between your right ear and your right temple, you have a touchpad, and that's how we interact with the device through swiping and tapping gestures. We can swipe forward to go forward in menus, we can swipe backwards to go backwards in menus, and we can double tap the same way we would on an iPhone using voiceover or an Android device using TalkBack. About two inches behind your right ear, we have a mono speaker built into the device. Um, and then at the end of the Google Glass towards the back, at the end of it, we have a USB-C port for charging. This device will charge from zero to 100% in less than an hour and has five to six hours of battery life. I can also use that USB-C port to connect a wired headset to the device. Um, so if I wanna wear a headset, that way no one's hearing what's going on around, what, no one hears what's going on around me, I can connect a, a headset to, to that USB-C port uh, directly to it. I also have the ability to use Bluetooth. So if you use a wireless headset or a Bluetooth hearing aids that has Bluetooth technology in it, we can go ahead and, and connect our Envision glasses to that as well. On the inside of our Google Glass towards the end, there's an oval button. We press and hold that button for about six seconds to start it up. 
takes about a minute to fully load up. We press and hold it for about four seconds to completely shut it down. Now, again, it's a smart pair of glasses. So when we turn it on, we're gonna be in the main menu of the device. Okay. Oh, one more thing. Let me, uh, for those of you who are low vision, I also have a pair of optical, they call them optical, uh, Smith optical frames. It's an accessory pair of glasses. Um, and these actually just look like a regular pair of glasses. Um, it comes with clear lenses, but if you're low vision, you can have an, uh, a prescriptive lens put into these glasses. If you're light sensitive, you can have the lenses tinted. And if you're just someone who just doesn't like to have your eyes be seen, again, you can have the lenses tinted. Now, with this accessory pair of glasses, I can remove the right arm. So I'm gonna do it just like that. And for those of you who are low vision, I'm, I'm holding the device up so you can see exactly what I'm doing. So I just detached the right arm. I'm gonna disconnect my titanium band from my Envision glasses. I'm gonna use my accessory pair of frames so you can see what that looks like. All right, so I took that off. The titanium band just disconnected uh, from my Google Glass. And now, remember, with my accessory pair of frames, I removed the right arm, and I'm attaching my Google Glass to where the right arm would be because I have to use that as the right arm itself. And for those of you that can see, there it is. So the glasses, they do make you look intelligent. This accessory pair of frames are a, a black uh, finish, um, a matte black finish. And the lenses, again, they are clear, but you can have prescriptive lenses put into there or tinted lenses. So I'm gonna wake my glasses up real quick so we can hear the main menu. Oh, there we go. So I'm, I'm in oh. the main menu of the device. Hopefully you guys are able to hear that. Now, there are a few different categories in this menu, but today we're just gonna mess with the main four categories. So I'm gonna start forward on the touchpad going from my ear to my right temple. Breathe. So read, identify. Find, call, and call. Those are going to be the main four categories that have the different features in it. When I want to open a category or select a feature on this device, I just double tap the same way, the same way I would on my iPhone using VoiceOver. So let's swipe back until we hear read and double tap and see what features we have in there. Find, identify, read. I'm going to double tap. Instant text. Here we have instant text. Scan text. Scan text. Batch scan. And batch scan. So what's really cool about the Envision glasses is if I was to select instant text, it pretty much puts my camera in a live mode. And while it's in a live mode, while I'm looking around, any printed text that it sees or handwritten text that it sees, it's just going to simply read it out loud to me without me scanning it. With scan text, I have the ability to take a picture of a document or anything that has print on it. Again, it could be printed text or handwritten text. It's going to process that information and then read it back to me. With batch scan, I can scan multiple pages of a document or a book, have it read back to me, and just listen to it read. It's really cool. Uh, for today, I'm going to show you how I use the scan text feature. I'm going to start right here, scan text. scan text. There it is. Now, in my hands, I am holding up a recipe book. Okay. And the reason why I like to use recipe books is because in a recipe, we're going to hear different things like words and numbers. So again, I'm holding up the recipe book. I'm, um, I'm gonna hold it up in my left hand. I'm gonna use my nose as my point of reference and look at whatever it is I wanna read. I'm holding it about, I don't know, 12 inches away from my face. I'm gonna double tap on scan text to see what we get. So you hear it beep twice. It took a picture. Now it's processing that information. Reader, five minute chocolate mug cake, four tablespoons flour, plain flour, not self raising, four tablespoons sugar, two tablespoons baking cocoa, one egg. How cool is that? Three tablespoons <laughs> milk, tablespoons oil, three tablespoons I, I could tap one chips, time to pause it. Small splash of vanilla. I could tap one time to resume it. Or if I want to go forward in whatever it is that I'm reading, I could simply swipe forward on the touchpad. Put dry ingredients in mug and mix well, add the egg and mix thoroughly. If I want to go backwards or whatever it is I'm reading, well. I can swipe Add backwards towards my ear. Using, and the tablespoons oil, three tablespoons, three tablespoons milk. Right? And the cool thing about the Envision glasses is I can now take this scan and send it to my iPhone or my uh, Android phone through the Envision AI application. So I'm going to do a two-finger tap. Export text. 
double tap to export the text to your Envision app. Cool, let's try it. So I'm gonna double tap with one finger. So now I'm sending this recipe to my phone. Text exported successfully. There it is. That's so cool. So now on my phone, I can go to the Envision AI application, open up the library, and I can read everything I just took a picture of, everything I was just reading in that it, on my phone as a text file, where then I can, I, can, um, I can edit it, I can share it, I can send it as a text message, I can go ahead and share it as an email, I can do whatever I want with that. That's super cool about this device. But the Envision Glasses also does something that a lot of, well, no other device will do, uh, that's hardware. And what, it, what that is, is it allows me to read handwritten text. So I'm gonna swipe out of my document real quick. Swipe down a scan text. There we go. I hear scan text. Now, for those of you who have low vision, I'm holding a card up to the, to the camera. So you see I have a, a card that has a handwritten letter in it. Again, I'm gonna look at the document. I'm holding it about, I don't know, 12 inches or so from my face. I'm gonna double tap on scan text and let's see what we get. So you heard the shutter, processes that information. Let's see what we got in our card. Reader, Cindy, congratulations on your new job. Will, I know you be an amazing teacher. Love, mom. How cool is that? That's handwritten text, right? As you can see, I'm holding up the card again and you're able to read what's in there. For those of you who are low vision, for those of you who can't see like myself, because I'm also totally blind, now you and I know exactly what was in this card, right? That's super cool stuff. Another really cool thing about the reading feature of the Envision Glasses is that I can read in over 60 different languages. I don't know anybody who knows more than 60 different languages, but maybe you know two languages or three different languages. Well, let's enable the auto auto language detection on our glasses and see what Swipe we can do. Swipe down with that. again to exit. Scan text. All right, so let's turn it on. Text detection is disabled. Automatic language detection is disabled. So I want to enable that. Automatic language detection is enabled. Very cool. Scan text. All right, so now we're back at scan text. Let me find a document here that has multiple languages on it. Again, I'm going to hold it up real quick so you can see exactly what that is. For those of us that can't see, well, let's find out what it is. I'm holding it again about, I don't know, arm's length away. I'm looking at it using my nose as my point of reference and let's double tap to activate the feature. Took the picture, processes it. And let's see what we got. Reader, English have a great day. Spanish, que tengas un lindo día, French. Chinese. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Anyways, um, so yeah, so we just read four different languages. Uh, and in each language, we did English, Spanish, French, and Chinese. And it should have said in those languages, have a great day. Super cool stuff. Again, no other device is going to do that. Uh, 60 languages right out of the box. I didn't have to pay extra for that. It just does it. And that's one thing I really love about the Envision classes. Um, so that's pretty much the read category. Let's go check out another category. So I'm gonna go to the main menu real quick. Home. There we go. Read. So we read. Identify. Identify. Let's go into identify and see what we got going on here. Describe scene. So we have describe scene. Detect colors. Detect colors. Recognize cash. And recognize cash. So if I want to activate one of these features, I would just simply navigate to it, do a double tap and use that feature. Uh, for today's demonstration, I'm going to show you describe scene and recognize cache. So let's go to describe scene real quick. Detect color scribe scene. Here we go. I'm going to double tap to activate the feature. What's going to happen is the vision glasses are going to take a picture of what's in front of me and give me an idea of what it sees. So let's check it out. Very cool. So we're processing that using the artificial intelligence. An office with a computer desk and chairs. And that's exactly what's in front of me. I'm in an office here at my store. I have chairs, I have computer desks, I have monitors. Um, so it's letting me know, hey, it looks like you're in an office that has these items. What's really cool about this feature is that 
Um, you could be walking around a park and if you take a picture and it sees someone doing an action, uh, like one time I was walking in the park and there was someone on a skateboard and it told me, it looks like someone riding on a skateboard in front of you. And I did not expect that. So to me as a blind person, that was really amazing, right? Because I can't see what's going on in my surroundings, but my vision glasses gives me the ability to see what's going on in my surroundings. I really like that. Um, I was working with somebody a couple of weeks ago, I went to his home to do a demo and it was me. Uh, my coworker and his wife were sitting in a room. I told him, I said, let's try it, man. Let's see what happens. He took a picture and he it saw my coworker and his wife. It said, look like, looks like two women sitting in front of you wearing a face mask in front of a large screen television. And that's exactly what it was. So I'm always impressed with the different results that we get with describing a scene. Uh, but let's check, let's take a look at recognize cash. So I'm gonna swipe out describe of this feature. Here we go. I'm gonna swipe forward to here, recognize cash. Recognize cash. Now, sadly, today I do not have Canadian currency in front of me, um, but I do have a couple American bills. So I'm going to activate this feature real quick. Searching for US All dollar. All right. So now it says searching for US dollar. I'm going to hold up a bill. Five American dollars. Boom. That is a five American dollar bill, right? You saw how quick that was. I said, I'm holding up the bill. It read it, told me what it was. Let's hold up another one real quick. Holding it up. One American dollar. One American dollar. I'm holding up in front of the camera so you guys can see it. Again, that was super fast and it was accurate. Now what's cool about the Envision glasses is that I can do that in multiple paper currencies. I can, read, I can identify currency from Canada, Mexico. I could choose a country in Europe. I can choose a country in Asia, South America, Central America, Africa, Middle East, all sorts of paper currencies on this device. We have a hundred different paper currencies on here. Um, and again, it's only going to be paper currency. So for the, for those of you who live in Canada, um, yes, you could definitely identify your, your uh, Canadian money with the vision glasses. And if you like to travel a lot after COVID, then I mean, you're more than welcome to do different type of uh, paper currencies from around the world. I like to travel at least once a year. So this makes me confident that when I'm in another country, I want to be able to know what type of cash I have in my pocket. All right. So let's go to another uh, category and see what else we got going on here. And um, as we're moving through this presentation, do me a favor, raise your hand, put your questions in the chat. We will get to it towards the end of the demo. I'm here for you guys today. So any questions that you have, I want to answer it and uh, get you all the information that I can. Um, so let's go to the main menu. It's identify. Here we go. Let's go identify. to the next category. Find. Find. Let's activate that real quick. Find object. Very cool. So here we have find object. Find people. Find people explore and explore so if i go to find object and i select this feature it's going to generate a list of specific items that i might be looking for and it's going to help me find them so uh, let me get this prepared all right cool so let's go to find objects and see what we can identify find people find objects double tap to select it generates that list bench so here we have bench Bicycle. Bicycles. Bottle. Bottles. And I'm just going to repeat it just in case someone has trouble understanding the voice or hearing it. Um, I know most of us were able to hear what it's saying, but I'm just going to repeat uh, just for the sake of the presentation. If you hear a it means the R. Cars. Cat. We have cats. Chair. Chairs. You just heard ding. Table. Let me know there's a chair in front of me. Uh, table. Dog. Dogs. Keyboard. Keyboards. Laptop. Laptops. Motorbike. Motorbikes. Sofa. Sofas. Toilet. Toilets. Traffic lights. Traffic lights. Train. Trains. Train. And that's it up right now that we can specifically look for. Um, so what's really cool about this feature is you're going to select the item that you want. So you're just going to navigate it, to, navigate to it on the list. And once that item is selected, your glasses are going to be specifically looking for that item. When it sees it, it's going to do a beep and let you know, hey, I see that item in that direction. So let's swipe into here bottle. Traffic light, toilet, sofa, motorbike, laptop, keyboard. Again, guys, I'm just swiping back and forth on this touchpad to, to navigate through the menus. Dog, table, chair, cat, car, bottle. All right, there we go. So now we have bottle, right? And I did place a bottle off to my right on the desk, um, but I'm going to look to my left real quick. It's not dinging because it doesn't hear a bottle. If I start turning my head to the right, boom. So now I know in that direction, there's a bottle, right? So I can just reach out simply. Let me fill around. Here it is. Here's my bottle. 
this is a really good feature for those times. Maybe you're out and about and you're looking for a bus stop and you want to find the bench there, right? Because a lot of bus stops that have benches, we can select bench, walk down the sidewalk, look around. And as soon as it sees that bench, it's going to make that ding noise and let me know, hey, there's a bench in front of you, walk that direction. Or maybe I go to a doctor's office and I don't really want someone to uh, assist me, right? I can find a chair on my own. I'm independent. I got a white cane or I have my guide dog. I can select chair, look around. And once it sees that chair, it's going to ding in my ear. And I know, oh, okay, the chair's that direction. I don't have to stand here and wait for someone to assist me. And we could do that with all the other um, all the other uh, items on that list, right? So that's really cool. Let's swipe down and go back to the find menu real quick. Find object. Here we go. So again, we have find object. Find people. Find people. So what's really cool about the Envision glasses is that it can help me find people, whether it's people I know or people I don't know. If I was to select this and walk around an area and it saw a person that I don't know or that doesn't know that I haven't taught the glasses, it's just going to do a ding noise like you heard earlier with the objects. If it's a person that I trained to know uh, with the glasses, when it sees them, it's going to say, looks like Jose from Florida Vision Technologies in front of you. Looks like Kim from GTTs in front of you. Looks like whatever you train that person's name to be is in front of you. So that's really useful for those times when you're trying to practice social distancing and maybe you want to avoid people or maybe you're looking for a friend in a crowd and you know, you're walking around looking for that friend. Once it sees that face, you can find them easily. So I'm gonna go back to the explore feature um, and I'm trying to talk fast. That way I have enough time to answer your questions. I don't want anybody to-, uh, to Oh, we have lots of time if you have lots of time. Oh so yeah, we're okay I'm, I'm, I'm here for you guys all day. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about explore, right? With explore, it puts my camera in a live mode. And as I'm walking around or just looking around, if it recognizes objects in my surroundings, it should say them out loud. So let's go to explore and activate that feature real quick. Uh, my glasses by the way to sleep in one second. Explore. Here we go. I'm going to activate explore. All right. Now, as I start to look around, it should start recognizing things and picking things up. Let's see what happens. Laptop. So it does see my laptop right there. Laptop. I'm going to turn my head a little bit. And, you know, I use this feature when potted plant. Oh, it notices the potted plant over there on the desk. Um, when I'm out and about, I use this feature for mobility because it will let you know if there's a car in front of you. In some cases, it would even say like the color of the car. Chair. It sees the chair in front of me across the room. Um, you know, if there's a TV chair. there, a microwave, uh, an oven, uh, a toilet, plan. all sorts of things. It recognizes. So it's a really chair. cool feature to use alongside your mobility with your white cane or your guide dog, right? But my favorite feature Explore. on this device Fine. is the ability to call an ally. Let's call. go there real quick. Call an ally. So call an ally. What is an ally? An ally is a friend or family member that you're able to add to your glasses through an app called Envision Ally. Once you have added them to your glasses, you can then make a video call from your glasses to that friend or family member. Will they answer it on their iPhone, their Android phone, or their tablet? And once they answer that call, anything that you see through your glasses, they'll see on their screen. So let's give that a try real quick. I'm going to double tap on call an ally. It's generating my friends and family list. And I would say this feature is extremely helpful in COVID times when you're by yourself. Device yeah, settings. I'm, I'm going to just make sure I'm connected to the Audio. internet because it does need an internet connection for that. Wi-Fi. So let's go to Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Let's connect. Search for Wi-Fi connections. Here we go. Searching for Wi-Fi connections. Let's connect to the Wi-Fi. MOTOCF 725G. You are go. currently connected to this net. Let's double check and make sure we're connected. Very cool. All right. Wi -Fi. So now I'm connected to my Wi-Fi here. My my office. Device settings. I'm going to go to call. Call. Double tap. Call. Call an ally. I'm going to call an ally to activate this to see who I have added to my glasses. Lisa. All right. So here I have my friends and family members. I have my friend Lisa. Carmen Diaz. My friend Carmen. Annika Kretschmer. My coworker Annika. Lisa Kretschmer. Another coworker. My name Lisa. 
So let's say I'm gonna call one of these people because I need decided assistance, whether I'm outside or I drop something in the house and I can't find it, or you know, whatever, whatever I need decided assistance with. Well, I could just simply navigate to that person's name. Annika Kretschmer, Carmen Diaz. I could double tap on their name. Connecting with Carmen Diaz. And now it's calling my friend Carmen, who's about an hour away from where I'm located right now. Hopefully she answers. All right, there we go. <laughs> hey, Carmen, how are you? I'm very good, are you? Pretty good. Hey, listen, I'm on a presentation with some friends here in Canada. Um, so uh, I was just showing them the call and ally feature. So right now, again, Carmen's about an hour away from me. I'm sitting here in my office. She's at home and she's able to see everything that I'm looking at. Now, when you're wearing the Envision glasses, it does have a built-in microphone. So you can speak to the person through your Envision glasses. You'll hear, you will hear them through the mono speaker or your device that you have connected to your glasses, and they will be able to talk to you and see what you're looking at, just like they would on like a FaceTime call. Uh, Carmen, what do you see in my office right now? Um, so I see some hanging plants. There's that potted plant that, there's that potted plant I was talking about earlier. Go ahead, keep going. Yeah, I see several CCTVs, several office chairs. The chairs um, that the, the glasses were detecting chair. earlier. Um, the, the CCTVs, the monitors, the TV screens I was detecting earlier. Cool. Um, so, you know, again, with your Envision glasses, you have the ability to get sighted assistance from somebody who's not sitting there right beside you. And it's a friend or family member, you know. I like to use this feature a lot when I'm shopping. Uh, you know, if it's a friend that knows me very well, I could call and be like, hey, uh, does this look like something I would wear? What do you think about this color on me? Or maybe you're shopping for your spouse and uh, maybe you're doing some birthday uh, shopping and you want to know, hey, does this look good? Do you think uh, so-and-so would like this? You know, so anything that you need site assistance with, you can use this for. And the cool thing about it is it's hands-free, right? It's, it's part of the glasses. I'm not having to hold up my phone, aim my camera. All I have to do is just look at whatever it is I want the person to see or look in the direction of, you know, whatever it is I'm trying to see and the person can see it. And it's super cool stuff. Awesome, Carmen. I appreciate you. No problem. Cool. Thanks. So I'm just going to swipe down to end the call. Swipe down again to exit. There we go. Call ended. And now the call Carmen ended. Diaz. And those are the call main four categories on this device that you're going to interact with, with when it comes to the features. Um, the software updates, they're free for the lifetime of the product. Uh, the software upgrades, they're also free for the lifetime of the product. So an update is, you know, for the current features that you have, maybe they're fixing some bugs, they're improving features. An update is going to be a, uh, is a software update is what that's going to be. A software upgrade is when you get a new feature. Like earlier this month, we got the ability to recognize cash. Um, we're going to get barcode scanning down the road. We're going to have voice commands. We're going to have really cool stuff coming out for the camera for both photography and videography. So I'm really looking forward to that. But again, all that is free. You know, there's other devices on the market that if you purchase it today, you get updates for a certain limited amount of time. If a new feature comes out for that device, you have to pay for it. Within Vision Glasses, all software updates and software upgrades are free for the lifetime of the product. Um, so if you have any questions, I would be more than willing to uh, answer them. I know Leo, uh, he has a pair of the Envision glasses. Uh, I, I communicate with him uh, every now and then. We, we talk back and forth, and I know he's had a very good experience with them. Uh, and, and I'm also a blind person. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. So I use this device regularly here at my office. I use it in my personal life. Um, and there's a lot of things that you can use it for. Uh, I actually have two questions. First of all, yeah. how much are they? And secondly, okay, I wear hearing aids. And now I understand that uh, it'll work with uh, Bluetooth hearing aids. Now, will I have to configure them or um, will I have to configure the glasses or will it just automatically pair? So once you, um, once you, once you get the glasses, you're going to go to your device settings, go to Bluetooth, and you're going to pair them with whatever your hearing aids, right? We'll take your hearing aids, yeah. for example. Um, the next time you wake your glasses up or you turn them on, they should yep. automatically connect to your hearing aid. So like, for example, today, so you guys can hear me clearly or can hear the device clearly, I have it yeah. connected to a speaker. If that right. speaker is turned on and I turn mm -hmm. on my Envision glasses, it automatically <laughs> just connects. So that's a now, really are good these, thing. Are these but, like separate glasses or can you or can you use regular glasses? So, so with a purchase, you get a titanium band. And you get mm -hmm. the Google Glass, the hardware, right? Um, right. So you would either use it with the titanium band or if you're someone who's low vision uh, or someone who's light sensitive or someone who just likes to um, cover your eyes, 
then you would you would have to purchase an accessory pair of frames, uh, and that's an additional cost. Um, no, yeah, and like you just wear them like you do glasses. Like yeah, yeah, I, exactly. You wear them exactly like you wear glasses. Um, oh. So uh, the Google Glass actually makes up the right arm, so it's sitting uh -huh. on my ear just like a regular pair of glasses would sit on my ear. Uh, with oh, the titanium okay. band, you do have nose pads. There are no uh -huh. lenses in front of your eyes with the titanium band. There's nothing in front of your eyes. All there right. is is a band that starts from behind your left ear, just like a normal pair of glasses would. It right. goes around the side of your head, across the front yeah. of your head, and then ends yeah. at your right temple. And that's where the Google Glass connects to the band. Um, if you are if you get the accessory pair of glasses, the Smith Optical Frames, the Smith right. Optical Frames looks more like a traditional pair of glasses where, it's, mm -hmm. where you do have the lenses in front of your eyes. Um, yeah. But again, that Google Glass makes up the right arm. So you would either have to use it with a titanium band or the accessory uh -huh. pair of glasses because it, it, it won't connect just to a normal pair of glasses due to the mechanism. Now when, you, now, when you get the glasses, are they already together or do you have to, put some, or do, you have to do some assembly? Um, so they are not put together. So it, with the, with the uh, purchase of just the, uh, the titanium band and the, the Google Glass, the band yeah. comes, in its own, comes in its own box. The Google Glass comes in its, in its own box, and then um, you would just simply uh, snap the band onto a little, it feels like a little circle button at the top of the uh, Google Glass. You, you place it into the circle, and you snap it into place, and it's done. It's not like, it's not a, it's not a big process. Oh, okay. That's easy. Okay. And how much are they? Um, uh, I would have to convert the pricing. Uh, in U.S. currency, it's 3500 Yikes. Whoa. Yikes. Yeah. But so, but, so I just want to, just, I heard, I heard some people say, whoa. So yeah. guys, keep in mind, this is a product in the wearable category and there are other mm. devices out there. Way um, more. The same category that do cost way more. So way this more. is the yeah. cheaper option with more <laughs> features. And again, mm -hmm. you get lifetime software updates, lifetime uh, so, uh, software upgrades. And you also get an unlimited lifetime subscription to the application on your phone as well where you have some of the features okay. that the glasses have, but the glasses do no. have more features. But, um, I'm just curious. So does it read columns? Um, yes, it does read columns. Um, I personally have used the device to read things like bank statements, um, which, uh, you know, that's going to be in a column. Um, but when it comes to like hardcover books, I, I don't read, I don't use it in column mode. I'll take a picture of one page at a time and mm -hmm. I'll either use like the scanning feature as you heard me doing earlier, or I'll use the batch scan feature where after I scan every page, it just reads it to me as if it, as if I was reading the book. with uh, And is there a capacity for, um, amount? So let's say you're scanning a whole bunch of stuff. Is there a capacity? Uh, I can't say the word capacity. No, 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 no. There's, no, no. Nope. So what happens is. When you scan that stuff, like like mm -hmm. earlier when you heard me scanning, um, yes. it, it, it presents you with the information and then you can swipe forward in it, you can swipe backwards to navigate through it the same way you would do using JAWS or VoiceOver in a document. Um, but once you're done with that, you just simply exit out of that scan and it gets rid of it. The only way to keep it is to send it to your phone through the Envision oh, AI application. Okay, that's kind of what I thought, but I just was yeah. double checking, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, no, that's good, thank you. Um, my question, my question is more about distance. Like, um, how far of a distance would it read something clearly? Like, so me personally, because again, I do use this product on a regular basis. I've successfully got to read at 20, 20 to twenty five feet, uh, which is pretty good. You know, uh, I was just in the, at the Veterans Administration uh, a couple of days ago, and I was reading something, and it was picking stuff up from across the room. So uh, 20 to 25 feet away, depend, and, and that also is going to depend on like the size of uh, font that you're reading, right? Uh, if you're reading signage, like a sign, it's going to read that pretty well. Um, if you're reading like a small book from across the room, it might have a little more difficulty with that. Um, but the, when, when I was using it the other day, uh, it was reading a, a hand sanitizer bottle from across the room, and that's not going to be very big font at all. So uh, I, I've no. used it personally up to like 25 feet away so the two things i was thinking you're in a fast food place and you're standing back so that you're not actually like standing at the counter to read the menu yep or you can definitely other. do that you could definitely do that and the cool thing about the cool thing about the vision glasses is uh when once you scan something you take a picture of it it doesn't just read it and then gets rid of it right there's other devices on the market that once it's done reading you have to scan it again you know with this device it holds that information 
until you exit out of it. And then, it, you know, you so you could read uh, the menu, go back and forth in the menu that's up on the wall or behind the counter. You could go back and forth in that menu, read it. And then when you're done with it, just simply swipe down to exit out of the, the reading mode and, and then it's gone. But that, that's what I really like about this as well is because I don't want to keep sitting there taking a picture. Oh, what did that say? Let me take another picture. Oh, I didn't really hear that. Let me try it again. You know, once you have that scan, it's right there in front of you. Once you're done with it, you can release it. And then, you know, if you need it again, you'd have to scan it. But I, I really like that about this device. Yeah. Well, the, the, the other feature that, um, see, I'm referring to incidents that I used to use a, a monocular for, which yeah. I can't use anymore. My vision's gone low enough that it, I, I had to give them away because it, yeah. I, I was using too much strength in my vision to, to do it. And the other thing I really like doing it is standing at a bus stop, being able to look back to the corner. I recognized it. Um, watch for the bus to come up to the corner, it stopped at the corner. Mm -hmm. I could actually, with that, read the bus number and sign. I don't know. If yeah, that, you, you, know, know. You, you definitely could. So there's two ways the you can do that, right? Um, so as I was showing in the reading feature earlier, we had instant text, scan text, and batch scan. Uh, with yeah. instant text, I use instant text, like if I'm walking around in a, in a hotel or if I'm looking for a specific office number, I'll put the instant text on and as I'm looking to my right, looking to my left, it's going to announce the door numbers that it sees. Um, that way I don't have to stop to read the braille or fill the, uh, the embossed numbers if there's no braille. Um, but if you're, you, if you're at a bus stop, I mean, yes, you could scan it like I was doing earlier where it would read it back to you. You can navigate through it. Or you could put that instant text on. And if it sees a number on the bus in front of you, it's just going to simply read it out loud. <laughs> I, I could do a whole lot of scenarios. But one that came up, and it just gives you an, an indication of how you can do things with it. You talked about the recipe that you scanned earlier. Well, last night, my daughter said to me, you pick the Easter dessert. So this morning, I found a, I went through a recipe book and found a cake. And what I did was I used the glasses and I got the information. I saved it. And I sent it to her so that she could add the ingredients to her grocery list. Nice. You know, nice, a simple yeah. example. Or, you know, the other situation that is going to be very helpful, you go to a meeting, you scan maybe documents, some notes that you want to have. You send it to yourself. You've got it in your phone. You've got a reference point. Um, you know, I, you, there's so many different things. And I think having a wearable, to go back to the question about, you know, being able to see distances, be able to read signs and so forth, having a wearable really gives you that flexibility, and especially if you had vision before. Uh, it's great to have iPhones and so forth that you can hover over things, but having glasses, I think, gives you a more natural reading uh, vision experience, if I can put it in those terms. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Because, I mean, sometimes, you know, I, and this is this is my experience, right? I, I'm speaking from my, 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 uh, my personal experience and then, you know, clients I've worked with. Um, sometimes when we're doing things with the iPhone, you know, sometimes it's hard for someone to point the phone at the exact spot that they need to be at. You know, like Leo said, when you were in the glasses, you just turn your head in that direction. And that's why I use, um, you know, use the reference, use your nose as your point of reference, because anywhere your nose is pointing, that camera that's by your eye is going to be pointing the same direction. So, and, way, yeah, and when you use it with your ally there, you know, again, you were pointing around so that uh, Lisa could identify what was in the office. Yeah, yeah. So you're working as a partnership there. Yeah, and it's easier because they don't have to tell it's you, oh, oh, wait, move the camera a little bit yep. to the left. Oh, wait, move the camera yep. a little bit to the right. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, I think, the power of it. And the, the, fact, the fact that you can have an ally. In my case, I have my son, my son-in-law and my daughter as allies. Well, you know, if I need them, I call. So, Yeah, it's oh. super cool. It's super cool. And it's free, right? It's not like you're not paying by the minute. I've got two things. Uh, how much... Uh, what does this device weigh when it's uh, all set up on on your head, on your nose, and so on? Mm -hmm. So the device is literally just a few grams. Um, if you were to wear it, I, I know when I first got the device, uh, sometimes I wear sunshades, like I wear Ray-Ban sunshades. So when I first got my glasses, I was actually wearing it in my house. And I was walking around, I was like, man, why am I wear my sunshades in the house? You know, because they feel like just a regular pair of glasses. And I reached up and it was my vision glasses. So they feel just like wearing a regular pair of glasses. They're not heavy. Um, it's not like some technology. I don't know um, if you've seen a lot of assistive technology in the past, uh, especially when it comes to wearables, you, you get this wearable device and you put it on your head and you look like a sore thumb sticking out, right? Like you look like someone who just came from another planet. With this device, it's using a Google Glass. So the design is very sleek. 
You don't stick out because a lot of society people use uh, Google Glass in their everyday lives. And it's, it's light. I mean, it's only a few grams. So it literally feels like you're just wearing a regular pair of glasses. Okay. Uh, next thing, uh, 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 we're Canadians. So uh, this price, $3,500. Uh, yeah, another. With the equate to about $5,000 Canadian. But I'd like to point out to everybody that if we were to buy this device, uh, you could include this in medical expenses for your income tax in Canada. And speak to him. He's a, he's an accountant. He knows these things. Right. And he did that call for us a few months ago about all that, he, Joseph. So I'm about to hit you up, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that it might help you with your job, I guess, Joseph, eh? with doing like taxes for people and stuff. I don't know if something like this uh, would help. Yeah, you it, uh, uh, oh, of course, because uh, I get uh, paper and stuff. I usually have to get my wife to read it or I get the clients to read it right over the phone, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, uh, when I mentioned these medical expenses, actually, uh, any device you buy, including white canes, whatever, tips for canes, anything for your mobility or for schooling, uh, I mean, it's it's a medical expense as far as I'm concerned. And if they challenge it, you, uh, you have very good arguments. You know, it's, oh, uh, it's no different than somebody buying uh, a glasses, uh, you oh, know, yeah. prescription and so on. Yeah, and hopefully at some point they'll cover it in some of the assist. Like I know in Ontario we do have assistive devices program, but hopefully the can um, uh, accessible Canada Act will eventually mean that there's some sort of federal program that will help with these things. You know, things like this. I would hope so. Anyways, I don't think you mentioned this. Are they? waterproof and like obviously Ooh. not you know i'm not gonna like dive into the pool with them, <laughs> yeah but yeah. like rain or or like especially winter when it's like the snow kind of melts on them and stuff how yeah, resistant yeah. are so they? they are water and dust resistant right um uh, if you read the fine lines or uh, the fine prints that comes with the device it does say your google glass can go to like three feet of water uh, me personally i mean for that price point i'm not really <laughs> i'm not willing to try it um but it is <laughs> water resistant. So if it's raining outside or if it's snowing outside, you should be good. Uh, I don't advise, uh, again, jumping into the pool or tie. Wow, they sound great, these glasses. I just wish they didn't become so expensive in Canada. But anyway, when you have them on and um, you're turning your head, right? You know, mm -hmm. you. how long does it take for them to pick up what you're pointing at? Like, normally I don't turn my head in increments you know I turn my head you talk about when I was um when I was detecting objects mm -hmm. yeah like if you turn your head like really quick I turn it from the front to the left eh? yeah does it pick yeah. up in between there the, the yes yeah yeah so that? when it does that it's pretty much putting your camera in a live mode kind of like if you were to be uh like if you were video recording something right if your camera's in a live mode and as you're turning mm -hmm. your head I just did it nice and slow that way people can see you know exactly how it works um, but yeah, I mean, as you're walking around, any of that information that's picking up, it's going to use that artificial intelligence to describe what's in your surroundings. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to turn your head slowly. I just do that just so people can get an idea of what's going on. Um, so like yeah. if you're looking for a bottle or, you know, you spit, you choose a specific item. Once it sees it, it's yep. going to either ding or an explore mode. It's just going to speak what it sees out loud. Yeah. So it doesn't skip stuff as it's going along. Like you're saying, it's live, like as you're turning Correct. your head, you know, it doesn't skip Correct. everything Correct. like. I know exactly. in the washroom, I was trying another one and I would turn my head and it'd say sink. And then the next time, then I'd have to nod or not my head, but the, my phone. And then I'd yeah. have to go up and down, scan. Yeah, very yeah. And I remember because we're not using a phone on this device, it's a little yep. easier to use because you're just looking in that direction. As with your yep. phone, uh, depending on um, if you're holding your phone in landscape mode or if you're holding your phone in portrait mode. I, uh, well, actually, I don't think that's going to really affect the camera. I think on the camera on the phone, it's just going to do portrait mode. Um, but, you know, because you're using a phone, yeah. it, it only has um, so many uh, things I can do at one time. The glasses have a wide view lens. So, I mean, it's mm. picking up a lot of information as you're turning your head. 
So everything your nose is pointing out and it'll pick it up, right? It'll see your phone. Like you know, you said, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. and do you I, have I, to use Wi-Fi? I'm sorry, what's all that? All the time. Um, do you some have to of the use Wi-Fi? Wi-Fi. The some of the features don't. Um, uh, so it just depends on what feature you're using. Um, and I just want to just, just stress a little more because like, like you said, like, um, you know, use your nose as that point of reference. I always tell people any type of wearable technology, always use that nose as a point of reference because when you get these glasses, a lot of people think because the camera's on the right side of the glasses, you have to hold things up mm -hmm. to your right side. You know, you have to look with the right mm -hmm. side of your head and that's not the case. Use your nose as your point of reference. Anything that you're looking at in front of you with your nose, that's the direction your camera's pointing. But yeah, oh, yeah, some of the features do you use Wi-Fi, some of them don't. So, okay, so you would have to have cellular on all the time then would, we would pick so up There's no cellular on the device. You would either use a Wi-Fi at your house or if you're out and about and you're needing a feature that requires Wi-Fi like that um, call an ally feature, you would use a mobile hotspot. So right. when I'm out and about, I use mobile hotspot on my iPhone. So when you're out and about, oh, what features okay. don't need anything? That's what I kind of am wondering. So, um, so instant text doesn't need Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, when you're out and about, uh, explore, uh, detecting objects and recognizing faces, uh, things like, uh, describe scene, you'll need Wi-Fi, uh, recognizing cache does not require Wi-Fi, but things that's using the, the artificial intelligence will require Wi-Fi. Okay. But a lot of the things you'd use when you're out don't seem to like the short text and like recognizing where there's a bench or exactly that's where there's a Wi-Fi. Yeah. So mostly you wouldn't need it too much when you're out, I guess. Yeah. And what I so if you're trying out to... about, I use the instant text feature more, which does not require a Wi-Fi connection. And, you know, again, I'm looking for uh, room numbers, office numbers. I mean, even telephone numbers on a brochure, um, uh, anything that, that I need to get quickly. Uh, you know, I can read signs with it. I mean, there's just so many different things that you can apply it to. So you don't need Wi-Fi for that. It does all that. Like if, like you said, reading a, the numbers and the name of a bus coming at you Correct. where there's no Wi-Fi around, Correct. Uh, you, you wouldn't need it then, right? Correct. And okay. the objects like bench, chair, all that. Yeah, that's all on the device that. itself. That's okay. on the device. Okay. Oh, in the bathroom, for example, I'm in the bathroom. Everybody knows I hate bathrooms, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm in the bathroom. I'm trying to find the sink and the toilet and the toilet paper and the the you know the hand well, I, I don't think it's going to help you find the toilet paper but it would definitely help <laughs> you find a toilet and a sink but yeah <laughs> and i don't need the wi-fi for that correct oh that's good yeah, yeah. i don't need cellular wi-fi that's great yeah. okay yeah cool. so the toilet paper you're going to be on your own yes <laughs> well normally i am because i'm in there i get lost in great big bathrooms i'm telling yeah. you you get in there you don't know which door you came in and which one yeah. out. it's crazy in there yeah. but you know what's really cool <laughs> is that the developers that envision they're very responsive so like um when i first got my glasses they didn't have benches on it they just had chairs i was talking to the guys like listen if i'm uh looking for a bus stop and normally bus stops have benches they don't have chairs you know i mm -hmm. needed to know if there's a bench there you know, can you add that for me? And then like a month later, there's benches on there. So they're very responsive. A lot of times any of my clients, I tell them, if you have an idea, whether it's good or bad, send it to me so I could give it to the developers. And, you know, I would say more than 50% 50, 50 of the time, if they like the idea, they, they add it onto there. And, and then that's all done over software. It's a software yeah. update. It's free. And, you know, they're very responsive. All right, quick question. Excuse my ignorance here. But if you're wearing those and you go to um, a coffee shop that has free Wi-Fi, would you be able to pick the free Wi-Fi up with the glasses or? No. And the reason why it has to be a secure network. Um, you know, if you go to a coffee shop, uh, you know, and you're using a public Wi-Fi, a lot of those networks require you to accept the terms of agreements to use that Wi-Fi connection. Uh, and uh, with the Envision glasses, you're not going to be able to do that. Okay. So that's why you use your Mobile phone. Hotspot. Yeah. Okay. Second question. Um, for your call, you available in that section i'm sorry you broke up a little bit sorry yeah sorry how many you know call an ally how many people can you put in there how many so when i when i add an ally to my phone i'm sorry when i add an ally to my glasses it's it's adding it to an app on the phone right to the vision ai application on the phone 
So I could put 200 people in there if I wanted to. I could put 20 people in there if I wanted to. Um, But the really cool thing is that Envision is not just software on the glasses. It's called, they like to call it a platform. So in the future, we might see things like Be My Eyes on there or Ira or, you know, third-party applications where then you can then use those services on your glasses, again, hands-free. That's the important thing here is that we're doing things hands-free and Mm -hmm. and having more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like we're we're more, we're able to do things more freely rather than uh, holding up a phone. And I, you know, for me personally, when I'm out and about, like let's say I'm at a train station or I'm at a bus station, I don't really like to pull out my phone because, you know, I, I feel like someone might walk up to me and just pluck it out of my hands, you know? Um, and I, that, that kind of makes me nervous. So with my envision glasses, I don't worry about that. I, I just look around and do what I got to do. That was my next question. So if, if I was adding be my eyes, I guess you can't do that without um, your permission or... No, so you can't add it as of right now, but we're in talks with Be My Eyes and other companies of putting their software on our platform. That way, people who use those services can use them with the glasses as well. Oh, I see. Yeah. And one last question. You mentioned you're from Florida, correct? Yes, sir. Is that where you purchased it, uh, your website down there or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, everything, I would ship it to you. Um, and it would you don't have a distributor in Canada then? I'm sorry, what's that? You don't have anybody selling it up here in no, Canada? right now, we don't have a distributor in Canada, um, but I have shipped product to Canada. I've shipped product to South America. Uh, so with certain products that we carry, we, we, are, we do do international shipping. And because I'm here in the States, uh, you would get it a lot faster through me. So <laughs> Okay. You take all major credit cards, I'm assuming, uh, MX and uh, Everything but Discover. Well, just an example, and again, it ties us to Ira. You know, some of you are explorers now. To, to use the example of the bathroom, as you know, Ira will get you to the bathroom door, but because of privacy issues, that's as far as they can take you. So you get into the bathroom and you're trying to find the sinks and the various things. You have some ways to do that there. You know, you can find the toilet using uh, the find feature and so forth. So you're using things in tandem with each other. I wondered, uh, too, how does it update the software? Is that through the app, like when there's new features? Uh, so or... on the glasses itself? Call an ally. So I'm going to go to the main menu real quick. Call. Let's go to the Find. home. Identify. Okay. Home. So I'm all the way in the beginning of my main menu. I'm going to swipe forward and try here device settings. Read. Identify. Find. Call. Device settings. I'm going to double tap here. Audio. I have audio where, where I can uh, raise and lower the volume of the device. I can change the uh, adjust the speed rate. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Bluetooth. Bluetooth. Language. Language. Display. Display. Software. And software. So here I can double tap. You are currently double tap to check if any new updates available. All right, let's find out. I just double tapped on the touchpad. And again, the touchpad is located between my right ear and my right temple. And it's not like a small strip. It's the whole right side of that arm between your ear and your right temple. Well, I I like what I'm hearing, but when you first started your presentation, you were talking about connecting to Wi-Fi. And I'm trying to get my head around when I would need Wi-Fi and when not. Because to me, it sounds as if the things that I would want to use glasses for, I would need Wi-Fi. No, no, so, you're so some of the features do require an internet connection, a Wi-Fi connection um, in order to have better results. Um, so for example, like scanning text uh, does require um, a Wi-Fi connection. Uh, describing your surroundings does require a Wi-Fi connection. Um, what else would require a Wi-Fi connection? Yeah, so it, this, my surroundings, for instance. So if I were to go for a walk by myself, <clears throat> sorry, and I would want it to describe, you know, what's around me and I would be able to do that. Yeah. So the describe scene where it takes a picture and then it it sees what's in that picture and gives an idea what's in front of you, that would require a Wi-Fi connection. But if you're in explore mode and you're just walking around and you want to know if there's a tree in front of you, if there's a a toilet in front of you or whatever, um, that does not require a Wi-Fi connection. That's all. Okay. Okay. I see. I see. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Venice. All right, so let's jump back to Robert and then Louise. Hey, Robert. And- uh, yeah, what, I'm, what I have a concern with is that what if you're someplace where there is no Wi-Fi? Uh, then you would use your mobile hotspot on your phone. 
Yeah, that would be the no, only no. way. No, no, you have to have do you have to have the app on your phone as well or no? Um, so when you get the device, um, you yep. will set it with the app on your phone. Um, uh-huh. uh, for the first time, it's, it's to set up the glasses. Uh, once mm-hmm. the glasses are set up, that takes about, I don't know, what do you say, Leo, like five minutes? Uh, once, you, once you do that, it's about five minutes to set up the glasses. Your glasses are mm-hmm. set up, then they put you through like an, uh, a tutorial where it tells you right. swiping forward does this, do it five times, swiping backwards does yeah. this, do it five times. So it walks you through a tutorial and teaches you all the swiping and tapping gestures. And right. then it puts you into the main menu of the device. Um, so oh, okay. you, you need an application in order to set up the device. This device uh-huh. is good for somebody who's used to using voiceover or talk back. You know, they're, they're used to doing all those swiping gestures. Uh, so right. who does that, they're going to pick up this device, you know, easily and quickly. Um, but, yeah. Now, could you just use the app by itself or do you have to have the glasses? So you could use the app by itself. It is a, it is a, a subscription-based application. With the purchase mm-hmm. of the glasses, you get an unlimited subscription, a lifetime mm-hmm. subscription to the app. Um, but the app's not going to have all the features that the glasses have. So okay. what would it be missing? Uh, call an ally. Um, uh, the recognize cash feature, I don't believe, is in that app. Um, I mean, so there, there is something that the app has that the glasses don't have and vice versa. But, oh, like, okay. but in the future, once we get like Be My Eyes or Ira onto the platform, I mean, obviously, you're not going to do that with an application. So. But it'll have all the other stuff that you would need if you just use the application, right? Uh, yes or no, because again, call an ally is not going to be on that app. But for scanning and, and say doing a, uh, scene describe or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or... I mean, if you, if you haven't downloaded the app already, I highly, highly recommend getting, you know, downloading it and trying it. So you have an idea of what the glasses mm-hmm. can do. Um, mm-hmm. and just giving that a shot, you know, okay. and I, I didn't say the app was, you know, it was a subscription base. The first two weeks are free to use the app. I'm just curious. So in the. You're in explore more mode. Mm-hmm. Can't talk. Uh, and so therefore, well, that will tell me the, the bane of my existence doorways. Correct. Or yeah. is that is that added into the extra into the things that um, no? I don't, what's that's so not explore added. will in. tell you. You know, it, it will identify there's a door there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, right now, in the find object, it, there is no uh, select door specifically. Um, but explore mode, the explore mode, uh, it, it recognizes a lot more objects than uh, than the than the list does of the finding a specific object. Um, and I, I, of course, you know, with the uh, described scene, if you were to take a picture and there's a door up ahead of you, it would tell you there's a door in that direction. Okay, all right, thank you. I wanted to ask, um, what settings you have for uh, accessibility now? Um, like more precisely for the iPhone, I use a setting called double tap timeout that's in the voiceover settings mm-hmm. because of uh, some dexterity issues I have. I can't double tap um, my phone as fast as the average person. So there's a setting in voiceover settings yeah, to slow that down. Yeah, the, the, so, the, the millisecond delay. Yeah, so if I don't have it available on other devices like some android phones it's rendered them completely inaccessible to me i'm not able to activate anything um do you have something like a double tap timeout setting on this so right now it does not have a double tap timeout setting um i mean that's something we could definitely suggest and uh, i i am i am taking notes today and i, I am going to suggest that um, but with this particular device, uh, when you double tap too fast, to, for me, in my personal experience, like I, I was just emailing someone this morning, they were asking me about some tips. Um, and I told them, you know, don't double tap too fast because if you double tap fast, a lot of times when I double tap fast, it doesn't recognize that I did that. So I always mm-hmm. tell them, you know, do a tap. I was like, it's like the way I do, I go tap, tap. And then once I do that, it recognizes, oh, he's doing a double tap. If I do tap, tap. Sometimes it doesn't recognize that. So I always okay. slow down okay. with chatting. So. Thanks for that uh, demonstration. Yeah. yeah, that would be slow enough for me for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. And thank you for that um, that question. Because like I said, I'm going to submit that because there are people out there who might need a, you know, uh, a longer time to tap between taps. So I'm, I'm definitely going to suggest that. I appreciate that. You guys, um, there's a few things I want to share with you. Obviously my contact info, but if you're on Facebook, I run a, a group on Facebook called Envision Users Group. 
That's E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N, users group. And on there, I, I do answer questions. You know, people have questions that, that don't have the device. You know, maybe they're just uh, inquiring about something. Uh, people that do have the device, they want to ask how, like tips about things. But I also upload videos to YouTube um, where I share them into the group and I share them into the different uh, blindness groups online. You probably seen me post to the GTT group in the past. Um, uh, but I, I do run that Facebook group. Uh, so if you want to join that, I highly uh, recommend it. I uh, it would be cool. Um, but my email address is jose uh, at floridareading.com. So that's J-O-S-E at floridareading.com. That's spelled out. Um, my toll-free number to get a hold of me is 1-800-981-5119. I'll say it again. 1-800-981-5119. And um, uh, if you want my mobile, if you ever need to get a hold of me ASAP, maybe you need tech support, or you have a question, or you just want to make a purchase real quick, my mobile is 954-993-7323. Again, that's 954-993-7323. So uh, yeah. one other question, Jose, in general. Yeah. So say someone got a pair and were trying it out and decided, no, it doesn't do enough for me. Is there a like a trial period or so we do a two week return policy. We do have a two week return policy. Well, I think um, the one last thing that I would share and it's an experience I had literally the first day I bought the glasses, I was sitting in my office and I turned around and the TV was on and oh. Sorry, we got more hands, but go ahead, Leo. Go ahead, Leo. <laughs> and here you suddenly at the bottom of the screen, oftentimes you get uh, news headlines that scroll and while i didn't pick up every word it certainly drew my attention to it so it's amazing you know, what you can get you know when you're with the wearable concept i i just i again for me wearables are the way to go and i and vision glasses really take us to that new frontier uh, that really gives you a lot of flexibility and i appreciate jose presenting today and glad to offer any further follow-up comments to the group here if they want them. So was it reading, yeah, that, that was it reading the news correctly, um, Leo? Well, okay. certainly picking up the words that I read on the screen, mm -hmm. and again, it was on the bottom, and because I got rather excited about it, I turned away from it, you know, and then went back to it again, but the first, oh my God, I can read the headlines at the bottom of the screen as they scroll. <laughs> now, to say so that cool. I would do that on a regular, but, it, but it, what it emphasized was indeed, you are very much in contact with your environment. Mm -hmm. And even a computer screen that suddenly, you know, becomes a problem, um, you know, again, for computer access, it, your jaw stops. Well, okay, what's the message there? Exactly. Put your glasses on, mm -hmm. focus. Ah, okay. It's this. It's that. Yeah, exactly. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, that's a great point, Leo, because I, I always get a lot of questions. Like people say, well, if I get the glasses, do I have to use jaws? I'm always like, well, I mean, it doesn't replace a screen reader. But a lot of times if your screen reader crashes and there's like an error message up on the screen, That's you now exactly. know what's in that error message, you know, you know, okay, let me do this to, you know, because it says Josh crashed or whatever. And, and a lot of people will call and say, well, if I get this, do I have to use my cane anymore? Can I leave my cane at home? And no, <laughs> right? Like it's a mobility aid. It's an aid uh, to help you with different things. You're definitely going to want to continue to use your cane. Continue oh, to use your guide dog. Please do not buy this, these glasses and walk around outside without your kid. They're supplements. Yes. Um Good afternoon. Manitoba. I have two questions. Uh, yes, one, uh, how do these work in low temperatures out here in Winnipeg? You know, we get winters where it can be uh -huh. minus 30, minus 40 yeah. degrees. So that's that's centigrade. So how do they work in the cold? Uh, I, I've, I've had them work in the cold. I've had them work in the heat. Uh, I know um, with the previous hardware, that Google had out, the, Google, the previous Google Glass, a lot of times when people were using like hot areas like Arizona, cold areas like Canada, they would they would shut off due to the, um, the temperature. Uh, but this device, uh, the Google Glass 2, does a lot better in those type of conditions. Um, I okay. don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but I do know that it works better in those conditions now. And how are they for detecting stairs? So that's a question I get regularly with that, right? And, and you know, Due to the field that I'm in, I get to play with a lot of different types of devices uh, that do object recognition. And sometimes when we see videos of people using products online, they're, you know, they look too good to be true. 
Uh, so far, in my experience, out of all the devices I've tried, in my opinion, uh, the Envision glasses um, is, is the best when it comes to object recognition. And again, I have, I represent over 18 manufacturers, right? So I have a lot of experience with these type of devices. And I'm not just saying it has the best uh, object recognition, in my opinion, to, to, to try to sell you on it. I'm, I'm saying that because, you know, as a blind person, that is definitely my experience. But when it comes to stairs, I, these glasses, I never tried them on stairs and I would never recommend using these glasses to detect stairs going up or down. Again, that's going to be, I would tell someone, you know, be safe about it. Use your cane, uh, use your guide dog, use the, the mobility skills you were taught to, you know, determine whether stairs are going up or down or to detect those stairs. Uh, use this as a, a device that helps you with objects that might be, uh, that, that might be in, in, in your path or an obstacle, you know, um, so one upstairs, I, I, I can't, I would, I would never tell anybody with any device that, yeah, use it for stairs. Brief comment about temperature. I just recently researched that and the temperature range within which it'll work safely. You can correct me on this, Jose, if you know, but uh, I just read this this week, zero Celsius to 35 Celsius. It can be stored in a wider range, but uh, those are the operating uh, parameters temperature zero wise. celsius or zero fahrenheit zero celsius to 35 celsius Ooh. which is 95 fahrenheit no but the zero celsius That's is not zero. very 32 is not fahrenheit. very cold yeah yeah uh i, I can't really speak on it. i don't know the number yeah. off the top of yeah that's interesting though uh it'll be interesting leo have you worn them you've you're living Montreal's not as cold as Winnipeg sometimes, but no, but it I, can get pretty cold. Have you worn but, them but, in minus whatever below zero? Well, to be honest, this winter I haven't been outside much to <laughs> yeah, do that. No, no one has right now these days, right? No, I, I, I can't comment any further than the figures that I've read, but to you know, uh, other than that, no, I have no direct experience yet. Hopefully, getting out soon. <laughs> but one, one, one question that I I thought of when Dave mentioned about the stairs, mm -hmm. would it be detecting stairs in it's the things around you? Like if, if I was in a big space and I'm looking for the stairs, like say, you know, say I'm in a big mall or food quarters and I really need the stairs and I'm not sure where they are. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you know, guy, you can ask a guide dog to find the stairs and, and, and that's okay. But say I'm with a cane and I don't, I know there's stairs here, but I don't know. Would it say stairs? Like, is it? Is that one of the things? If I, you do... I have not. I've not personally tried it and explore more with stairs. Okay. Um, if you want, I, I can revise that yeah. and send that to you. Yeah. Well, at some point, yeah. If you yeah. if you happen to, or it would be something to tell them to add. Just not not oh, to yeah, say no, that sure. well, I agree with you. You shouldn't be without a mobility device, but sometimes you need to find the stairs, like. Mm -hmm. You need to find them for whatever reason, or, oh, yeah. or the escalator, or yeah, yeah. You know those fact, things. So uh, I'm also putting that in my notes today. I will test that because I do have stairs in my home, um, so I would definitely test that. And if it's not something that does, I'm, I'm going to definitely suggest that because it is useful, that, like as a to know yeah, where you are or yeah. to find it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening to the GTT podcast from the Canadian Council of the Blind. There are many ways to get in touch with us. You can call us toll-free at 1-877-304-0968. You can follow our GTT blog at gttprogram.blog. If you'd like to subscribe to our email support list, you can send a blank email to gttsupport plus sign subscribe at groups.io. And you can follow the Canadian Council of the Blind on the web at ccbnational.org.